Accor's decision to split its economy, mid-scale and premium brands, and luxury and lifestyle into two divisions, is set to be the story of 2023. The former division will be led by Jean-Jacques Morin, the CFO and deputy CEO, and the latter by Sebastian Bazin, Accor's chairman and CEO. The global branded operators have been swiveling their focus to luxury for some time, but the French group is taking the strategy one stage further. Sebastian Bazin, Accor's chairman and CEO, explained, changing our organizational structure is a natural step in the transformation initiated several years ago, which turned Accor into an asset-like group that is more agile and efficient, with a global profile, and which has become a key player in luxury and lifestyle. By evolving from a generalist to a multi-specialist model, our aim is to improve further Accor's appeal in the eyes of owners, partners, and investors. We capitalize on our leadership positions to accelerate our development, better focus talents and expertise, and improve our performance. I couldn't agree more. The global hotel brands have spent the last few years expanding their stables to include a flag for every occasion, every journey type, and every personality. This can stretch their operational expertise, perhaps further than they can manage. There is a significant difference between the service offered and the operations of managing an economy hotel and a luxury one, and each requires a specific skill set. This difference is also seen in how a hotel, or group of hotels, is valued. It is easier to understand one group of similar hotels with comparable revenues, costs, and peak periods, than to understand a mixed batch. Accor is not the only hotel company to have been outspoken in recent years about the markets, and their inability to price the hotel sector properly but it is the only one to consider dividing its portfolio along segment lines. The pandemic turned the eyes of the sector towards the leisure market, and, with the global recession likely to color 2023, that is expected to continue. The old beliefs that downturns were a time to lean on your economy brands have been overturned. Now, sanctuary is to be found in luxury. The attractions of the high-end market are clear, and with the ranks of the wealthy growing, it is a must-have for any hotel group and investor. This has played out in recent years, with deals including The Pig in the UK, Hyatt buying Apple Leisure and Dream Hotel Group, and just before the end of 2022, the sale of Viceroy Hotels and Resorts. Accor has performed perhaps the most remarkable shift of all the operators, having made its name as the economy group of choice in Europe. Indeed, observers used to love to speculate on how great a companion it would make, filling in the gaps for a group such as Marriott, with its all-conquering triplet of Ibis. This changed in 2015 with the purchase of Fairmont, Raffles, and Swiss Hotel, for a total of $2.7 billion. At the time, Bazin described this as, a historical milestone for Accor Hotels. It will open up amazing growth prospects, lift our international presence to unprecedented heights, and build value over the long term. This was followed with several other acquisitions, and most recently, the group's joint venture with Ennismore which drove the creation of the luxury and lifestyle division, and gave Accor that most aped brand, Hoxton. And if you can hold on until 2025, it will revive the Orient Express train service. Accor is also swinging towards the US, which Bazin said had, missed the boat, on lifestyle at the recent Alvarez and Marcel's European Hospitality Investment Conference. This is a country where Accor pulled back from economy red roof inns in 2007 but got into luxury with SBE in 2018, adding the Delano, Mondrian, SLS, and Hyde Hotel brands. One question which may be answered before the year is out, is whether both divisions will stay with Accor, or one will be sold. 
Shortly before the pandemic, Acor investor CIAM told the SON conference, in clear view of Reuters, that Acor was undervalued by the public markets and was a good potential target for a private equity buyer who could dispose of Acor's non-core assets, its luxury franchises, and return up to 35% of its market capitalization in cash. At the time of writing, Accor's market cap was 6.67 billion euros. Not a bad day out. Although it could leave Accor as a smaller company, focused either on economy or luxury, led by either Bazin or Morin, which could then be a target for takeover, and in a short space of time, could be no more. A classic PE asset strip. What this move does tell us, crystal ball aside, is that there is value in luxury, but only for those with specialist knowledge. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for the next episode. For further information visit www.globalassetsolutions.com and follow us on LinkedIn. Just search Global Asset Solutions for all our latest news.